As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie podcast. There we go. Yeah. And we're joined today by our favorite people in the whole wide world. So I'll let these guys introduce themselves because I'll probably mess up their names too. So let's go ahead and start with one of you. We'll start with you on the left. Or I don't yeah, know who that is. William. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do William. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Will Radford. I am the uh, co-writer of Grandma Chainsaw and Pocus Hocus. Woohoo. Yeah, well, I pretty much have the same intro, except yeah. you just sub out, <laughs> sub out the name. Hi, I'm Alan, and I'm also the co-writer of uh, Grandma Chainsaw and Pocus Hocus. And he's got cool uh, tattoos on his arm. I have tattoos. I got Bruce Campbell, <laughs> Evil Dead tattoos. <laughs> and go ahead and introduce yourself, partner. Oh, me? Yeah, I'm Chad. <laughs> and you guys, <laughs> you guys are familiar it. with Chad and I. Josh, of course, is not here today. Oh, figures, right? As it usually goes. As, yeah. as, as per yeah. usual. As yes. per usual in these instances. Uh, but we're back today because, you know what? It's holiday season time. Mm-hmm. And these guys, they wanted to get together to do another thing with us because, you know, we're their favorite people, too. This is true. This is true. And uh, so we're going to be talking about some Christmas time movies, but I think in a couple in particular. So we'll start with whoever wants to uh Bring up their movie title of choice. Well, <laughs> we Unless do, Chad's got we a couple do things. Naughty out. or nice? That's, that's, <laughs> right. That's, yeah, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like yeah. that. So uh, I don't know. I don't, do we have a coin? I don't know if I have a coin here. Here we'll flip a bottle cap though. There you go. All right. So it's head. So we'll go with nice. So we'll just start with the nice movie. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Nice this is by someone's definition of what nice actually is. He may you got a point. A point. You have a yeah. point. Yeah. So uh, we'll start off with um, the Santa Claus. With the Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> it was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. <laughs> Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened. You killed him! Did not. Now, this night... Something should happen to me. Put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them... Let's go! ...to save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world. Looking good, Dad! And though it has its dangers... Nice teeth. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Ah. You put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. He doesn't want the job. It was a dream. But it's growing on him. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Now he's getting into the spirit. Keeps that believe me. I want some ballet slippers. And getting ready for the biggest night of his life. How could I have done this without you, Charlie? You got it. Walt Disney presents a timeless tale that will warm oh. your heart. I love you, son. I love you, son. Lift your spirits and make you believe. You really are Santa Claus. Pretty cool, huh? Share the merriment and the magic. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Tim Allen. Santa? The Santa Claus. There you go. Just go right in and say yep. it, Chris. Yes. Uh, starring Tim Allen. And 19... this movie came out in what? 94? 94? Yeah, dude. 94. Yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking maybe 95, honestly, because I keep thinking that we saw yeah. it in 95. But we probably did because it was around the holiday season. I know it was right, right around my birthday because yeah. it came out in December or whatever. So I mean, we were kids when my... we saw it. Yeah birthday followed so yeah yeah so 94 jeez which was uh, a while ago <laughs> <laughs> but it is a much loved movie yes here's um, a classic yep so 
Uh, well, I guess we'll just start off with um, who wanted when... to do Santa Claus? That was me. Hundred who... <laughs> percent. Okay. That was me. So I gotta ask, what made you choose Santa Claus? Um, for... So uh, obviously, for or this movie choice. Yeah, w- one of the things is, is the irony of it, right? Because with the other movie that we're gonna be talking about and the huge list of stuff that you know we kind of all got to pick from. And every time we come on here, we always talk about just some like really obscure stuff. And it seemed like, what was it, Will, for like the first two times we were on here, all we ever did was talk about foreign film. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so now we actually get to talk about, you know, like something that's mainstream. For, An American-made like, movie masterpiece. America. 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 Yeah. Um, so it's funny because like, I remember watching Santa Claus as a kid and I, I loved it because uh, my grandma, she loves Tim Allen as everyone in her age bracket does. Um, and it turned out to be one of those things where like, you know, I, of course I grew up loving it and everything, but when you really think about this movie, it is sadistic <laughs> and it is kind of wild, <laughs> right? Like yes, how they yes. handle the, okay. So I guess uh, who wants we'll to talk give... about even yeah. the body horror aspect of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I want you. Well, can you give us the what Santa Claus is about? No, I can't because now I'm just thinking about the remake that's going to be directed by David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Santa Claus is about uh, Tim Allen, who is unwittingly turned into he is he he is taken up to be the next Santa Claus. And it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but does, does, doesn't it involve something to do with the old Santa Claus's death? Yeah. He accidentally yes, kills exactly. He accidentally kills him. That's what I thought, yeah. but I, I couldn't remember that for certain. I didn't want to say that and be wrong. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. And the, the sad thing is that's a part of the body horror aspect yeah. for me comes in because he's cursed after that. Right. <laughs> like drag me to hell. Like, yeah. Oh, me yeah. 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 This time it's the, <laughs> because know, with the each Santa new Claus installation, thing. you know, you find, they, they find out new stipulations. <laughs> right yeah you know it's like well you're gonna die if you don't get a wife it's like what the <laughs> shit <laughs> he has no choice in the, yeah. in the matter whatsoever so next thing you know he's like growing hair everywhere yeah. and his well, body's just expanding stupidly and... he puts on the suit because his yeah. kid is throwing a fit oh, about oh it. even yeah. though he could card, say his card kid said, put on the suit yeah you reindeer will know what to do his kid to appease his kid because you know he's the absent father mm-hmm. Yeah. So to appease his kid, he puts the suit on, and thus the curse begins. Yes. The, um. Yeah. Thus the curse begins. <laughs> Do you ever feel like when you're watching a movie like this that like that you are actually watching a misunderstood masterpiece in the sense that the filmmaker, <laughs> like the filmmaker, was making a movie about a, a man who was like delusional or slowly losing his mind. Because I, I, I am, I, but, but we're sure. watching it from his perspective. But, because I don't actually think this is what the Santa Claus is about. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> just, just no, but you know what? You're just go on with some just go path. With Guys, we, we, we have, there's too much light in this room. I'm trying to find the darkness. Like, yep. <laughs> that, but I, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, because the idea of, of, of a guy taking a woman out on a date and then subsequent dates and having to find the right moment to explain to her, I am like Santa Claus. And if we hook up, you are going to be Mrs. Claus. Like <laughs> you're right. mine. I, I, right. I just think that that has all the makings for a, um, for a movie about a, a guy who is flipping deeper and deep. It has yes. all the makings of a, uh, of, of a movie that is inside of the head of the main character of the next movie. We're going to- yeah. So it's weird, right? <laughs> like, I mean, we'll get into it here in a little bit, Yes. but watching both these movies side by side, it's crazy how much they both kind of line up, but one is a family comedy. And then the other one is not That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because both of them are toy makers in the movie. Yeah. Yes, you know, and it's it's just yeah. kind of crazy, like when we married the two together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the obsession so, with kids. Yeah, and the obsession <laughs> with children. <laughs> some is played for laughs, some is not. Well, the other, the other thing, you know, yeah. I mean, I know, like Will brought up the the psychological aspect of the movie, which I think is pretty funny because in the movie, like the stepdad Neil. to the main kid, Charlie yeah. Neil, Judge is Ryan a Reinhold, is a psychologist. He's a child yeah. psychologist. <laughs> 
Um, so you know, you literally inject this whole aspect, the into psychological the movie. aspect. Yeah. Can you imagine some? Okay, if someone is out there and they've seen like a trailer cut version of this that looks like an R-rated movie, kind of like what they did when this is Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Please, please do that because be you could totally turn this into a yeah. creepy film. Yeah. Uh, side note: one of my favorite trailers that was turned into a horror film trailer was Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but that it is be, that's a good horrifying. One. I'm um, I'm a fan of David Lynch's A Goofy Movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes, classic right there, man. Yeah. So the the thing about the Santa Claus that is just so wild to me is uh, obviously the, the plot itself, you know, uh, or, or the mm-hmm. the lore and the world that they're building with with how the Santa Claus is, it comes to be and how someone else takes up the mantle, right? Right. Um, you know, because he accidentally killed Santa and he put the suit on, now he's Santa. And I love when they actually go to the North Pole, the elves are totally fucking fine. <laughs> like, you know, they're like, Yeah, you're you're Santa now. And you know, they didn't like they didn't give a shit about the last guy. I know there was no hesitance uh, of there was, any, no, there was like, like sadness, we need a, none of that. We yeah, used like, to <laughs> catch you up on what the Santa duties are because to me I'm sitting there going you know what? I bet these elves are used to this shit. Yeah. I bet they're used to seeing maybe a different face almost every year, almost what if every a, What if Tim Allen would have walked inside? Right? So he, Santa yeah. falls off the roof. He actually does the responsible thing. He calls 911, right? Um, while he's inside, a crackhead walks up beside the street and puts on the suit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else? Like, you brought up the point, too. Uh, of course, the movie ended up spawning two sequels. And of course, and now a now current a Disney Plus series. Yeah. yeah. But notice, too, that the second one stipulated that he had to have a Mrs. Claus. That was kind of like the big storyline for that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. But in this one, there was no Mrs. Santa Claus. So what happened, ha- to, what her? happened to her? What happened and to the then was the original Claus going to die anyway? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or was so he going to lose his powers curse, right? anyway? Yeah. Yeah. We need to do a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, what's going to what was going to happen to him anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm I don't know I'm just throwing that out there because yeah. it sounds to me oh. that this clause card didn't exactly have everything yeah. spelled out. They just kind of went. Sounds to me like the elves are making up the fucking rules as they go yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> what if, yeah, the elves are really the ones that are the masterminds. Yeah. Especially, what's his name? Uh, Barna- Bar- Barnaby? No, Do you Barnard. Think- Bernard. Bernard, yes. Bernard. Do you think <laughs> that their reaction of not being sad about the other Santa Claus dying, do you think when he showed up, they were like, well, at least they didn't get Martin short? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, two sequels. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, yeah, yeah. At the time, I don't know. Or like, Kenny Rogers, maybe. Can you imagine that? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Islands in the stream. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that movie. I, I would go and see that. I, I would. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Kenny Rogers is Santa Claus. Good time. Like, oh, God. This, so this movie is... And I actually love that. It kind of, like, goes through, like you, we said, the body horror, where he has the impossible weight gain, the the yeah. hair that just grows. And I love how like everyone around him just thinks it's normal. You know, they're like, oh, this is yeah. just a part of age. <laughs> you know, or this, this they get concerned about him too, right away. Like yeah. they think, oh, he's putting on all this weight. He's going to be sick or something. You know, they're yeah. just thinking he's being sick. And then like, he's also becoming almost uh, terminally optimistic in a way. Cause it, <laughs> I remember, I remember him becoming very cheery as he was transforming as yeah. well. It's it's the weird stages of depression, I think. Here's right? he was yeah. accepted. Here's the the real question: Why is it a slow transformational process instead of like a Eric uh, Werewolf and <laughs> yep. kind of transformation where we oh, see him man. become Santa in real time? Why are they <laughs> dragging it out? That would have been that would have been awesome. wild. Oh my god. And then the the nightmare aspect, you know, when he had the nightmare about Nazi werewolves and yeah. being, in this case, like Nazi San, Nazi Santas, yeah, oh, Nancy Santas, Nancy. yeah, Nancy. it's hard to say it anymore, right? It's it's Nancy, yeah, <laughs> Nancy Sinatra and her boots, Nancy Sinatra and her boots. <laughs> well, those boots are gonna walk all over you, as she, as she says, right? Yes, so, I, I guess, uh, yeah. 
it's just it's just wild to like because now I'm thinking more about Christmas Evil alongside of this, and you know we, which we by talk... the way, folks, that's the other movie we're going to yeah. Discuss. So <laughs> spoiler, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking about like <laughs> you know his, Scott Calvin's a toy maker. Of course, like everything just it's it's in the typical fashion with these movies. Like mm-hmm. everything lines up right. He's a toy maker, a strange father, you know, uh, all all this stuff, and then he just becomes Santa and everyone accepts it almost uh, until the end. But um, I, I love the fact that there was also a weird side story going around where he was also going to be losing custody of his child <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> because the, uh, the ex didn't want, you know, she's like, you're, she's the only sane person in the movie. She's like, no, you're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sitting there thinking she sometimes was a little too strict, even yeah. like when uh even when he was the, the single dad or who was busy with his work and everything, she always had something to complain about. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised she wasn't complaining about Judge Reinhold, but I guess he used his psychology methods to yeah. go around her. <laughs> Oh, you're right, honey. Yes. Yeah. I am delusional. I I don't know what what else there is to say about Santa Claus because, like, when you sit down and actually watch it, like, not so much from like, it's kind of like Home Alone, right? You know, you you, there's the uh, what's it called, the suspension of disbelief, uh, when you're watching a movie, and you know, of course, there's parts of your brain you turn off for it because it's a movie and it's it's a kids' movie first off, and Mm -hmm. um, you know, Home Alone, he's he's you know, there were so many avenues for him to not be broken into his house. Like, you know, call the, call the cops, come out of your yard screaming. I don't know. Like, there's so yeah. many different things. But with this, apparently, there was no other neighbors around. Oh too, yeah, so. it just so happens, yeah. right? Well, I mean, look at their neighborhood. Jesus Christ! I know, and they yeah. were getting hit by the wet bandits the whole time. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> And leave the water on <laughs> so you, you have so then you have like something like this where a guy literally murders santa and it's okay <laughs> and it's like, it's a fun kids movie like when you like how Will described it. yeah, yeah oh like, and then it, not to mention when santa's in trouble then you got like this swat elf team that comes in and helps to break them out you yeah. Know? yeah oh my god yeah. so i mean he's <laughs> he had like his own little minions but they were just like no, we got to get make sure Santa's out there. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really weird with the elves because they just didn't seem like they didn't care about the old Santa. But then they start to really get used to Scott and become attached to him. And it's yeah. like, but you guys weren't attached with the former Santa. Now you're attached to him. Maybe, What's the difference? Maybe elves are just like uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah, know, they're right? Maybe. yeah. As soon as one's dead, they're like, ah, hell with them. Although I think it's more like a cult. Like it's all about the good of the cause, and as long as they're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a Russian, like they're comp- yeah. comrades. <laughs> yeah. As long as there is a, as long as there is a definitive messiah, they're okay. But it has to be a messiah that is through whatever Santa. process is ordained. What if okay. Right? Well, you can never say no to the Santa. Yeah. yeah. So you brought you brought up a good point. Like, um, so now we're we're kind of getting to like the spiritual aspect of the elves, right? <laughs> so, you know, is, does is there like a reincarnation of Santa through whoever takes it over? Like, you know, kind of like the end of Hereditary, where well, like you the, have the spirit kind of like come again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So also, what if the elves thinks the new Santa is just a dick? Do they just kill him? Because getting a new one's pretty they easy. An accident. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could they could get the girl, the elf who made the awesome hot chocolate. Oh, and poison his ass. Him. Yeah. Judy, that's right. Judy. Judy. Yeah, Judy poisons him. Judy poisons him. Yeah, he's like maybe, that, maybe that's what she did to Mrs. Claus, for all we know. Yeah. Yeah, she's like Judy. We got we got a mission for you. We need you to I make it look if, like an accident. I think if they don't like him, I think if they don't like him, they just deal. They just adapt and 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 say that they do i mean if it's a cult you know they're you know they can uh, they can do whatever they want you know yeah <laughs> change change on a dot yeah it's like yeah i mean one day the sky is blue the next day the sky is purple you know it's it doesn't whatever. matter to them yeah, right they just got to fulfill the i guess, I guess maybe that's true yeah i don't know uh, uh. 
I don't know, but it is weird. Okay, yeah, I could spiral yeah. forever talking about the <laughs> the. We're actually clear, creating how... more lore for this show yes. and movie than it probably yeah. ever needed. Santa Claus mythology. I think we're looking <laughs> way too deep into yeah. that, right? <laughs> Can't help it. I, well, I guess you know. it began uh, with the first Kringle. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a, now. There's a t- uh, yep. prequel title right there. The first Kringle. Yep. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, you have a you know uh, you you could you could do some kind of uh, world building thing where it's like maybe they're in the same world as uh, as rare exports, you know, and Santa is some kind of like myth- mythological <laughs> mythological that's true. being entity. I don't think that's going on in the Santa Claus, although it is fun to think about. Yeah. So we have we have that, you know, we actually have Santa being murdered and. Uh, Scott taking over the mantle and actually becoming Santa Claus to make sure all the good boys and girls throughout the world have presents on Christmas Day. Will, tell us about <laughs> Christmas Evil. Well, 1980. I told you he'd be happy that we remembered him. This Christmas, Santa's <laughs> going to make everyone happy. The grown-ups. And the kids. Christmas evil. The non-believers. Watch out! And the screamers. And this Christmas, you better believe in Santa, or he'll slay you. Merry Christmas, Frank. Christmas Evil, the night he dropped in. God, where to start? I always describe this as as uh, the Santa Claus meets Taxi Driver. That would be my elevator pitch for it. Ooh, um, it you know, being complete, you know, to being completely serious. It is hilarious as we're talking about it. How in how many different ways it lines up with the opposite side of the spectrum? Because I mean, yeah, it's like as opposed to a guy killing Santa Claus, he's dressing as Santa Claus and killing other people. So. Uh, <laughs> This would have been like in a canon of killers is in a canon of killer Santa movies. And it's weird because this one really, really sticks out like a sore thumb because those movies are, uh, they're, they're campy and they're, they're, they're slight, they're sleazy and they're, I do think self-aware to some degree. And I think this movie is self-aware also, but I don't think that the filmmakers are interested in making a uh a movie at the same energy levels as that right. one this, this is pretty much a movie it, they play it straight i mean this is a movie about a guy well, I was who, gonna, who, this yeah. one feels like it's a little more well we say like psychological right yes yeah. but um it feels a little more i guess elevated compared to like some of the other santa claus slasher movies you know like silent night deadly night or it, it, yeah, yeah. Those are so on the nose and will and i we actually were talking about this on the phone today um it's it's crazy because how do you market this movie right right yeah like, other, than, it's not, other than it's about an evil santa claus or yeah. killer santa claus yeah it's not that's it's not, not what's really on the movie's scary. mind uh, that that is a that is a that is a um that is a symptom of what is actually happening with this guy psychologically you know because i i think uh, yeah yeah two people i think he kills like two people right Kim, yeah. well yeah i know like we were just watching yeah, a little while ago i saw where he killed three people at the church three. okay uh with which that was pretty crazy with how that scene was cut yeah. like because so this funny. movie was also considered a video nasty right. um back with the uk and it was one of the movies that was actually confis- confiscated back then yeah. yeah um but the violence is not, not bad 
and not bad or as heavy as compared to some it was other a, stuff that vilified <laughs> Santa Claus. That's why. that's the biggest part of it. That was when, like, even with Silent Night, Deadly Night, it became such a huge controversy for like, this time yeah. when it came out because it was the same way well, because yeah. people were like, they're turning Santa into yeah, that's Santa. what it was. I mean, the 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 video nasty crusade. I mean, or the video nasty thing was always like that. <laughs> it's true. That's a good way. To put yeah, it. Right. That, well, that's what I was going to say. The video nasty thing was always about like this morally superior you know mm-hmm. point of view and i mean yeah the, the the idea is i mean one of the first things that you think of when you watch this movie whether consciously or unconsciously is the way that it is like violating every wholesome christmas right uh, which terrifies tradition people. Yeah, yeah really that that you hold dear and it does it um it takes it a step further it's watching it it's like it's not like uh it's not like they're they're it's not like they're laughing while they piss on the ashes of Christmas. Like they are actually, you know, like playing, playing this, I mean, pretty it's straight. Like, it's like yeah. burning Norman Rockwell paintings is what that is. And in case people are wondering what we got here in this movie for Christmas evil is yeah. you have a guy who yep. is pretty much traumatized as a kid. After and after mommy catching kissing mommy kisses Santa, right. Which <laughs> yeah. is how these normally turn out. <laughs> <laughs> and so this guy is working for a toy company. Go figure. Yep. Uh, he's also spying on neighborhood children. And, and keeping got, a list on them. He's keeping yeah. a list on them. A black <laughs> oh, and white God. book. Notice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Black book good. being for good. And, I mean, for bad. And then the white book being for good. Yeah. And he's just writing down, like, profiling these kids or something. Like, he even has yeah. a, that one little girl that he really likes and calls her just a darling. Just a darling. And then he called her beautiful on the street. Uh <laughs> in one scene but <laughs> yes but anyway he's and then he becomes even more kind of broken down psychologically and uh starts making a santa suit and even going to so far as to gluing oh, the hair on his hair, yeah. face so it doesn't come off and everything so and he's always humming a christmas song by the way yes uh so i mean it's a total breakdown of this man who who really wants to be Santa. Yeah, he's it's like um, it's a big transformation for him. Because I know, yeah. like when he even puts on the suit, or even when he's messing with the hair, there's you, you see him looking in the mirror, and he's like, "It's me, it's me." Yeah, you know, he's all happy or something. So, like yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, it's like it is. It is a. It is like it, it's like a movie made up of all of the like little subtle details and nuances that all the other killer Santa movies left behind. And, and that is what's really interesting to it or about it for me. And it's not that I think that it's some great psych study. It's not that I have like this, this, that I think it's doing this like brilliant thing with this, you know, what? What? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I think that it really is um, admirable. Uh, just like how committed everyone was. And I think that because yeah. of that, some quality shines through by default, you know, cause I, I mean, performances are actually really good. Excellent. And very convincing. And um, yeah, you have material like this or a movie like this and it by its nature, it is going to be bizarre and it is going to be funny in a dark kind of way because you just can't, yeah. there's a humor to the concept. Um, just by by its nature but like it's it's uh it it, and it has all of that it hits all those marks but i think it's more it's more interested in kind of um stripping away all of the more exploitative uh sensational qualities that a lot of those other uh you know evil santa movies had yeah I, I, i think the weird thing is with these holiday movies as well as you have where it's that one time of the year where people always make it so cheery and yeah. you know, happy-go-lucky kind of thing. So all of a sudden, when you have it suddenly feel like it's perverted right. <laughs> by a movie like this, you know, or any kind of other violent way, it, uh, I guess, just strikes a chord with people in some odd way. Right. Um, this one even more so because they did the three dimensional thing, right? And they pro like they, <laughs> they, they probed these characters like this this character and actually, you know, tried to 
tried to chart his mental breakdown. Like that's what the movie yes. is about as opposed it's, to, so that's going to disturb people more, I think, than, than just seeing like the, the, um, the gag of the uh, killer crazy Santa. It's yeah. uh, it's, that is like, ah, oh, ha ha, I get it. Or like, Oh, that's tasteless. But this is yeah. like a different level because I mean, it's, it's actually committing to this premise enough <laughs> to really unfold a detailed story about how this happens. That detail about him writing down the naughty and nice in the, the notebooks. I mean, my God, that's fucking brilliant. I mean, it really is terrifying. Well, it, show, yeah, it shows more into the, the psychological aspect, the breakdown he's having. Yeah. Um, and in a way, it just feels like something that you can almost see in real life. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, like, definitely. So they, all have their, they all have their things. You yeah. Know, like they have their routines. And, yeah. And he definitely did. He mm-hmm. had a, a routine thing and of what was going on. And he was just so obsessed with this angle. Right. Um, for him to convince himself that I'm going to be sent. I'm going to be the one to. I guess save Christmas or something right. or That's, save yeah. the spirit of Santa. So yeah, he had this weird God complex and really what, did. what yeah. I was talking about with Will too. Um, and, and this isn't me like speaking ironically or anything. I genuinely think the movie is very well acted for yeah, the premise is. and what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I remember watching you it. Tell I was, it's not like a big budget yeah. film. It's mm. just, it really stays to uh, true to its low budget core in a way, but yes. It's actually pretty well made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which just makes it all the more of an oddity, I think. Like, even yeah. all the more bizarre and, and strange. It's like, I mean, I'm not sure what motivated this group of filmmakers to sit down and take <laughs> this course of action and really commit to this idea enough to direct a movie about it. That is a bizarre place to live. You know, I mean, it's a bizarre place to live for 90 minutes, certainly long enough to, to make a movie, but they did. And I mean, it, it exists. It's like, it's like, I, I, okay. So like, just really quick to some, to kind of summarize my, um, word, my, um, vomiting out words just a second ago. I, <laughs> I, I read a review for the, for the movie, uh, Mad God, uh, the Phil Tippett movie on Shudder, the stop motion movie, um, that took him like 30 years to make on on Roger Ebert's website. I can't remember the film critic who wrote the review. It was like a four out of four star uh, review. And he, he spends most of the review just describing the film and, and everything about it and, and you know what it is. And, and, and eventually he just kind of, he, he types a paragraph and he's like, what I'm trying to say with all of this really, and why I'm giving it four stars because it's not a pleasant movie to watch at all. And, and he was like, the reason why is it's, it's amazing that this movie exists because you hear stories like, you know, Yodorowsky's uh, Dune and, and stuff like that about these incredible right. projects that net, that were hugely ambitious and outrageous and insane that never got made to fruition. And, and even though this one is very low budget, somehow this one did. And it's kind of incredible. <laughs> but it exists, you know? It like, is. Yeah. yeah. So. It's so weird because I think, um, I'm, I'm trying to sit there and think more of like, say some of the Christmas movies that could have been horror um, prior. Like, of course I think black Christmas. Oh yeah. But I, that's my favorite. You know, say Will, know, Will's right? a big fan. Will actually showed me. Black Love Christmas. it. Yeah. Huge, huge, <laughs> huge fan. Yep. Huge fan of black Christmas. Love it. Um, but like, you know, black Christmas was also its own, thing and odd yep. its own oddity thing as well because there really just wasn't a lot of holiday horror films yes. out there that was really kind of breaking the mold and that was just i think really the first to at least in my view one of the first to just suddenly it start was. the charge you know they they didn't even have the tropes to tempt them away from um originality at that point or you right. know when when they made it so it's it, it's bound to be authentic in some way but in addition to that, they, you know, you have a, a good filmmakers attached to it. So they, you know, resisted all of those temptations to do something tropey. And I mean, I think Christmas Evil kind of, you're right. I mean, yeah, it kind of hits some, some, some similar uh, marks, you know, in the sense that it just completely refuses to be, Christmas Evil completely refuses to be uh, um, uh, a slasher movie. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the uh, evil Santa Claus genre. 
uh, Black Christmas didn't really have that to, decision to make, but they just, they, it's another example of playing it straight. It's like this material yeah. was not silly slasher stuff for them. This was like the concept of a slasher grounded in reality is very, very, very scary. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely. Yeah. And, and the way they, they, they played it like that, I, you know, the 74 black Christmas and it works. I mean, I still think it's creepy as all get out. Oh, same. Yeah. I mean, the killers inside the house, you know, we all, right. like, one of stranger calls as well. Same thing. That's yes. what I think of as well. Yes. But it's just, that's one of the creepy things because that's again, something very, I don't know. It's very something true to life with that as well. Yeah. And it's are, grounded in reality. You know, we, yeah. We've heard the actual Creepier horror stories where it's content. very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. It's still, it's, it gets me as well. Black Christmas does. And especially that ending, it's like, Oh crap. <laughs> in, in, yeah. The ending is like just bone chilling and how the soundtrack yeah. is nothing but the ringing phone at the end. But don't, um, I seem to remember in black Christmas, that made it so much creepier for me. And, or maybe it's a red herring, or maybe we're not supposed to know. I don't know. But in Black Christmas, they are inve- they are actively in that movie investigating murders of yes. young women, right? Of bodies that are appearing yes. around the, the location. Indicating to me that, I mean, th- th- that this guy has been like, one of two things. Either this guy's been out and about, you know, and, and they are connected, or, you know, it's some kind of a, a red herring and they're not. But even that little detail is important in my mind because yes, if this were happening, I mean, happening in re- real life, there would be a police investigation, and the girl's yeah. father would be there trying to figure out where she went. And yeah, I, even that stuff about the um, the subplot that involves an unwanted pregnancy and things like that, yeah. and the, yeah. the boyfriend who who Ooh, kind talk of, about real different, yeah, right, who snaps, you know, I mean, like all of that stuff is. Um, even though not directly related to the murder stuff, it fits in a movie called Black Christmas. It fits in a movie it where it's like, <laughs> this is what we're what we're doing here. Like it's more than yeah. just just a slasher uh, effects and and uh, spectacle. It's like yeah. we're we're trying to make the movie's called Black Christmas. We're going to make it a Black Christmas, you know. So it yeah, it's cool. I'm good it's amazing. Yeah, and the performances are great. Like Mark, um, I know we're kind of curl tailed a little bit yeah, into yeah. Black Christmas there, but like. Margot Kidder, amazing. Oh my God, she's in the great. film as well. I just I loved her character so oh, much. And then, yes, of course, our final girl, um, Olivia. Um, thank you, thank you. God, yes. what's the last name? Olivia. <laughs> it starts with an H, right? Is it with an H? I forget. Oh man, that's funny. okay. We got internet here. We should be able to look this up. Yeah, Hussey, Hussey, yes. right? Olivia Hussey. Um, she. It's just great as a final girl too. So, and I know she went on to, she actually went on to being Psycho Four in the early nineties. Oh, uh, so she oh. played Norman's mother. Oh, okay. In that one, um, yeah, just great performance. And it's a Canadian film, I believe, Canadian yes. production Canadian. as well. So yeah, it was it's just a great film all around. And, uh, and honestly, I will say I did not mind the two thousand six remake. Like it's its own thing mm. to me because the original is always a classic. Mm. But it was still so much fun, the 2006 remake. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of the remakes. Uh, or, or well, uh, the, yeah, any of the... The latest one I heard was awful. But... I, yeah, I did too. Although it had, <laughs> it had a good filmmaker behind it. I loved her uh, her movie. Uh, I can't remember anybody's name tonight. I loved her movie, uh, Always Shine. And I think she directed the Black Christmas remake. Um, Always Shine is phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen it, watch that. That shit is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch, always shine if if you can get a hold of it. It's it's a it's it's a really good little little psychological horror indie uh, movie. But okay. um, yeah, I didn't see the new. I like I said, I haven't seen any. I didn't see the original Black Christmas until for the first time until just a few years ago. I think. Uh, oh really yeah. oh, oh see so yeah. that answers my other question we were going to ask when did you see this movie the first time oh, okay oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well like santa claus i think we pretty much like we're i think we all yeah. watched yeah. it yeah. pretty much all as kids right yeah. and uh, then i was 35 <laughs> <laughs> and then uh christmas evil actually today was the first time yeah. mine was mine was it. uh earlier this week <laughs> i watched i watched christmas evil um the Christmas season right before COVID. That was the first time I saw it. So oh, relatively so recently. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Cause like I've heard of the title and then over some years 
gone by. I've always heard it brought up in some way. People always say they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I just never got around the scene yeah. until no, today. You, you were a little naughty so, because you were kind of a nerd about it. Because it's like, oh yeah, yeah. it's like Will says he wants to talk about uh, yes, Evil, and you're like, oh yeah, and from 1980. And I was yep. like, how the hell? Yeah, you know yeah. That? <laughs> it's just because <laughs> I've I've read a lot, man. You know, like especially with Such Fangoria magazine, and so, yeah. so I kind of just, you know, especially with being a horror geek, oh, you know, yeah, I just yeah. know these things in a way. And some of the weird stuff I know versus you know the real world I mean, stuff I probably should know. Like I don't know yeah. car mechanics very well. No, <laughs> yeah. ask me about that. But I can tell you horror movie stuff. Yeah, yeah. same here. Uh, well, yeah. Um, oh shoot. Yeah, there's that brain fog we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about Christmas. Something about I was going to say something about Christmas Evil, and then I completely maybe it's a Black Christmas. Oh no, I, I was going to say. Well, no, I, I was going to say I've had that experience. Like I, everyone that I have talked to who has seen Christmas Evil or who recommends it is very passionate about it like or or is very enthusiastic about it because joe bob showed it on his show and gave it four out of four um you know and and right he's not normally if the thing with him is that normally if like he senses that a movie is being too like pompous or something like i think he talks shit about chud because all of the actors (laughs) you know so if, if he senses that he will like knock off stars and stuff it's part of the the whole his whole thing but like uh, the Christmas Evil, I mean, he could have done that because it's it, it's. I mean, they play it all straight, you know. But yeah, he really got into it and did a good summary of it. So. Well, so, surprisingly, out of its few reviews, it holds a high rating on. on <laughs> yeah. so it's, it, it is, it is considered like, fresh, yeah. like in the eighties, I think, or something. Okay, yeah. So the obvious ending here: he flies off and uh, lives forever. <laughs> yes. And right. becomes Santa. <laughs> the band, right. Yeah. He became Santa after yeah, all. He okay, just cool. believed. Yeah, he believed. a very right. happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you oh. know, I, I think that, uh, was it Harry? Is that the main character? Yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. yeah, I think Harry got what he wanted, and he got a chance to be become Santa Claus, and the elves from the Santa Claus, maybe, maybe Tim Allen killed Harry. <laughs> oh my god there we go yeah yeah maybe tim <laughs> allen killed harry that would make imagine? it way more morally like i don't know yeah okay. morally gray oh, right. <laughs> talk like, about parallels yeah yeah yeah, yeah and maybe uh tim allen put harry on was, the santa suit yeah. harry couldn't find a wife so he knew what he had to do True. he had to go to tim allen the other person who was also an up-and-coming person in his uh, toy factory who he knew that Tim Allen was one day going to lead the company to greatness. So he stopped on his house, and Tim Allen didn't actually scare him off the roof. Harry just, just jumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it's like, it was like in a, like in midsummer whenever they got too old and they jumped off the cliff. There was yeah. actually an elf around the corner with a mallet in case it didn't take. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's part what the SWAT team does. Yeah. Yeah, they also finished the job. Uh. <laughs> <case> <laughs> the thing that bothered it's... me about that is why did the man jump off feet first instead of head first? Uh, like that bothered me. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Why are they like, killing him have... with a mallet instead of a gun? I mean, yeah. mallets like you're gonna beat bludgeon me it's to death. Messier, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So the reason grocery? why he jumped with his feet, uh, because he's a baller. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you thought you could fly. He yeah. probably just they'll take pity on me if I'm hurt. Right? You know. Right. That, was no, that just like that would just no, no. Okay, so I always head first. Always you head guys first. heard it here on your next favorite movie podcast. Um, <laughs> Christmas Evil is actually a prequel to, to the Santa yeah, Claus. To the Santa Claus. <laughs> Tim Allen actually kills Harry at the beginning of the movie, but he didn't. Harry was ready to die because he couldn't find a wife. Right. Uh, because Harry's crazy. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think he was a good, he was a good Santa, but a terrible lover. So, so good night to all and to all a good night. You know, you can sleep easy, kids. Yeah, <laughs> we it all the worked question. out. It you know, the thing about out. those Santa movies, though, is that like in those in those universes, like Santa exists, right? So then, like, who do the well, parents the think have been is, setting out the presents all those well, years? Look at like the Santa Claus, right? Like his mom and the stepdad you know they 
we're yeah. like Santa Claus is not real. You really so exactly get who had been giving gifts to Charlie all those exactly. years? Well, his mom's really also a heavy drinker, and Neil's been yeah. providing her prescription drugs for both of them. Yeah, <laughs> you want to get, if you want to get really fucked up, start thinking about uh, the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's that'll that'll. I'm telling you, it'll it'll mess you up. <clears throat> Now I want to watch the Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> also, and not only because it looks freaky as fuck, like the characters have those freaky looking eyeballs. Yeah, it's it's creepy, man. It's it's a creepy uh, movie. I kind of like and it. Robert Zemeckis. Well, call me crazy. I still love company. The Grinch though with Jim Carrey. I actually still like that one. There are some really hilarious, genuinely hilarious moments. Oh, dude, listen, I I could talk about that movie forever. I still uh, like the, the original movie. better, but yeah, it's yeah. it's got its moments definitely. Yep. I'm sorry, I keep coming across the, the videos, you know, Universal Studios around this time, they have a Grinch actor. So people who go and visit him, they're always filming yeah. him. And the actor who portrays him in the Universal Studios part is really committed. Yeah. And seems to really know this character very well. Uh, that they know how to answer for everything. Sometimes it is secondhand embarrassment, though whenever you're watching it um so it's it, it is a lot of different things right like yeah I'll, I'll stop it here before we derail to a whole grinch conversation but jim carrey's <laughs> performance was so good that like when it you was. think about the grinch that's what it is now right yeah. if you uh, say yeah. hey do a grinch impression it's you're you're trying impress- to do, right you know, yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah, very so true he he did such an amazing job that that is now the standard for what the Grinch is. Like even when you watch the Illumination Gosh. Studios uh, one, you know your first thought is, "Oh, Jim Carrey." Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though it's a totally different movie, totally different feel. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm stopping. Alan, it there. I'm bringing the onions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we already Judy, sort of touched Judy. on like you know, if we, like. I think... <laughs> So I think we've already, we've all decided that we want David Cronenberg to read yeah. to do a remake of the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Why yeah. not? Why not? So, and in, 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 you know, thinking about it, what would you guys like to see in a remake? Or well, we even talked about a sequel, a remake of Christmas Evil. What would we like to see there? Why not just have David Cronenberg combine the two films? I mean, because they are related, obviously. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious in that. Christmas that Evil's track. a weird one to think about a remake for. Because how do you, how do you, that was like lightning in a bomb. Yeah. Well, you right? just can't, you, you could, I don't know if you could recreate like that authenticity. It would end up being either too, too much of an evil Santa movie or, or too much of a, just nothing. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, I think that's a tough one too. Who's making, to make, uh, to make Santa Claus into a bad guy, slasher guy or whatever nowadays, I think. You, no, have to, you have to really try something different, everybody. You, something new, <laughs> because like the formula has sort of been done over and over. Right. So what do you do to make it maybe its own special thing now? Yeah. I think would be the tough thing to figure out. Yeah. I, I like, think, I think there's a movie to... Violent Night that came out, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't so, watched and that yet. He's a robot, right? Oh, it's a robot Santa that goes crazy. About is that it. right? Yeah, I think I that's nothing. Okay, I think that's what I thought it was. It was a robot Santa that goes crazy, kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese robot that goes crazy. <laughs> oh, like the um, what is it? The, the Five Nights at Freddy's, the Banana Bananas, or whatever the hell those things are called. The oh, Hanna yeah. Barbera, the, the, I don't know what the things are called. The Banana Splits. The Banana Splits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. It was like that. And the Winnie the Pooh horror movie that came out not so long ago, I think. Is yeah, it Honey. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, I, I want to see that one. And then there's um, and now there's a horror movie on the Grinch called The Mean One that's coming out oh, soon too. Oh yeah, interesting. And it's uh, the oh. actor who plays uh, Art, the clown in Terrifier, oh, is playing okay. Grinch. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny because wait, did it finally go into like public domain or something? No, that's the thing. Okay. So Sorry, you can tell they changed totally it a little different because they, uh, quick, who's the little girl that was like Cindy who, right? Cindy well, yeah. here they call her like Cindy, you know who. Uh, <laughs> I know, so right? It's like, okay. It's like, and then like, they call the Grinch the mean one. Okay. So it's like off brand naming things, right? Um, like I, yeah, but he I, looks like the Grinch. It's the same thing. I have so. two of my favorite off brand titles. I'll say this and I'll Uh-oh. be done with it. Uh, instead of Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pop. It was hilarious to me. <laughs> and then the other one is from Kroger. And I remember the first time I saw this, it's not vitamin water. 
It's vitamin enhanced flavored water. <laughs> well, that's a little too much. In yeah. Vitamin enhanced <laughs> flavored water. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what a lot of uh, casual Americans will want to say. Yes, it's want- vitamin enhancement. But I think it's Kroger a bougie store. I don't know. Kroger's yeah. We got, we got some Gucci Kroger around here. Yeah. So yeah. You know, like I haven't seen a Kroger in a long time. The only one I, I think of is actually well. the one back. <laughs> uh, yeah, back when we were kids living in West Virginia. That's in yeah, Blue Blue that's my yeah. yeah, Kroger and Food yeah. Line, baby. <laughs> yeah, that we one, got Food uh, Line here. That's the yeah, only store around yeah. here that carries what was the other one food? that we had. Is uh, there was another like you remember? Uh, it used to be off of Independence here in Charlotte. That mm. mom would sometimes and it had the restaurant. Had the dining restaurant in it too. No idea. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. So, roses, that's another one area. Roses. Uh so yes. Um, okay, so no all right, so we've already talked about the remakes. <laughs> uh, and then sorry, now. I got distracted by Kroger. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Hey, uh, listen, if we don't have any other spot to fill, shameless plug, Will and I have a Kickstarter running yes, right yes. now. <laughs> Yeah, I was yes. gonna ask you. I was gonna ask there you, what are you fellas? What are you fellas working on? Tell yeah. us, tell us what you're working on. We we have a we got a Kickstarter running. Um, this is a very small one that we we decided to do. It was uh, one of those that uh, who you know because no one asked for it, right? Here's here's this thing. And, <laughs> because and you did not demand it. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're fully aware. Like this was something that Will and I talked about early on, and we wanted to make this for ourselves and mm-hmm. just really a celebration of the team. So we decided to make a, it's called the Solus edition of Pocus Hocus number one through four. And it is, um, you know, the first four issues together, but they're all just in black and white because Solus, you know, Pocus doesn't have a soul. Uh, there's sure. no color in Pocus's world. So we decided, hey, that just kind of seems like it fits the whole narrative. And um, nice. yeah. it's a hardback edition. It's got a lot of covers in it, the concepts that we'd never used. Uh, we also have rough drawings from Brian whenever he first started drawing Pocus. And uh, it's just kind of, I don't know, it was just a just a way of saying thanks to the team uh, because we feel like we've come such a long way in, you know, like a year yeah. of, of doing sure, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a little, I, I guess like a benchmark for that in a way. Yeah. 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 So well, I think Chad gave you guys your tagline because you didn't demand it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I even, I even wrote that in the, uh, whenever I built the Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's right. Because no one asked for it. The Pocus Hocus Solus Black and White Hardcover Edition is here. That's, <laughs> that's the first thing when people get on here. Like, we're, we're not naive, yeah. man. You know, that's why we made the goal go pretty low. Uh, mm-hmm. because this is just, it's a passion project first and foremost, like all of them are, but we know yeah. that this isn't really going to be for everyone because people have already purchased this, you know, they already have their well, issues. There's completists that are yeah, out that's there. True. So, right. Right. You know. Yeah. And yeah. it's done. It has surpassed our expectations, honestly, for yeah. where it is yeah. right now. We got 12 days to go. Um, we're almost okay. at $1,800. Yeah. Uh, 40 Dang, people believe good. in this project enough to, uh, to give their hard earned money to throw it at it. And yeah, we can't say yeah. thank you enough. Yeah, yeah. And how yeah, about guys, uh, just, Grandma Chainsaw? Yeah, so you guys just came going? off of Grandma Chainsaw, which was excellent, by the way. Yeah, we are. We're, first off, we're so happy to to hear that you guys like it, uh, because you know, whenever we were talking about this before you got here, um, you know, we we were telling Chad like, hey, we we don't know if people are going to like this or not, because we we can't really pitch it the way that we wanted to um we we didn't know how to how to say anything too much about it other than yeah it's a slasher uh, without giving too much away mm-hmm. and you know uh, i guess spoiler alert for for those listening that haven't read it yet you you guys you know obviously i'm not sure if you saw the ending coming or how we were going to do it but uh we thought the inclusion of the dead squad was was something that was needed <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great. I like the the like yeah, I told you guys before like the you know, it just it kind of takes a left turn with, you know, the addition of of new characters and the injection of some of the supernatural elements and stuff. So, yeah, it, it it's not what you expect. It's not what you expect yeah. and, nice. and you honestly, I mean, I don't even know where it's going. At it's kind point, of so. I mean, cuz the thing is sometimes when you're I think when you're throwing this kind of story out there, especially from the beginning and you're trying to get people hooked, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just good to say like, 
okay, yeah, it's a slasher. This this is just what it is. Because right. I mean, automatically you're going to draw in already people anyway. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the horror community is big as it is anyway. Right. It's huge yeah. nowadays and stuff. So one, you're you're going to be okay with that. And then when you throw in the extra twist, if you will, then suddenly it's going to be like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a good marketing thing too. It is. You're not giving away everything. You know, you're still saving some some. Uh something different for the experience but yeah it's great so um what do you guys have coming up if you can talk about any of that yeah will do you want to go take it from here yeah lots of focus yeah lots of focus focus stuff um yeah i I can't remember if we had finished the script for uh pocus five well i guess it would be pocus two one yeah so yeah one. pocus two one pocus five if everyone to look at it uh yeah. that's already pocus done being worked five. on we yeah um, uh, we have the ash can that's actually attached to this so for the completionist mm. i just want to kind of get an early preview we're going to have a book of the first eight pages uh nice. okay. that's going to be on there. <laughs> um and all the stuff that we've seen already the the team is definitely on uh they're on some other shit right now uh these guys <laughs> like for real these pages are some of the best pages i think that they've ever given us yeah it's it's oh, a, okay. yeah it's a game changer it, it, yeah they're beautiful oh, nice so yeah. then after that one uh the script for grandma chainsaw 2 is already done uh we're immediately starting on that uh, oh yeah i think, did write that. <laughs> yeah, I think uh we, we wrote the script for grandma chainsaw 2 a while ago yeah it's like uh, my favorite probably my favorite script we've written together it's it's i want to talk about it but obviously we want we want you guys to be surprised because yeah um, we're will and i try to take our time especially when we do an issue one uh because it's like okay these are our characters this is our situation sweet now now we can move forward right uh issue two you know you guys are going to figure this out we're going into the house now and we're going Mm. in fully equipped and it just (laughs) which throw everything at the wall i feel like at some point right yeah yeah and we're we're just uh under the cellar (laughs) oh man just just wait because we can reference a lot of stuff that we love and you guys love as well right yeah Um, great yeah so we're going to be doing that and then of course we're going to be moving to pocus six and then grandma chainsaw three um and then we're going to be moving to pocus seven and then concluding grandma chainsaw with issue four um, so we got a couple other projects that we're working on right now too. Uh, we actually just finished a script for the horse and hell story. Uh, okay. So yeah. we're expanding the eight page ash can to a 23 page issue. Oh, wow. Um, oh, nice. So, and that's going to be part one. Um, Literally just finished that last night. Yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, yeah. Wow, so okay. we're, we're finishing that now. Uh, we're going to put our last touches on it. We'll get that over and then we'll work on part two for the story for horse and hell. So it's just going to be a two, two part issue. And yeah, and other than some of the crazy ideas that we're putting together, uh, that's really all we can talk about for yeah. right now. Oh my and, gosh, that's um, a you, lot, you guys. And as you guys know, Grandma Chainsaw also got picked up by Source Point Press. So whenever, thank you guys. Yeah, so whenever uh, the series is finished, just like Pocus Hocus, uh, we will be having a national release date and we'll be in previews and all that good stuff. So yeah, it's definitely don't forget to. Yeah, pre-order with your uh, LSC. Comics yeah, so LCS, whenever believe us, yeah, whenever <laughs> we have the, our pre-order code for Pocus, uh, we'll be sending it to to you guys, so you guys can hopefully blast it out, and we get at least uh, we get <laughs> at least are, a handful yeah. of people that are like, yeah, this seems all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys know you're always, uh, as we've always said, too, yep. you're always welcome back here to thank you chat with us more of course you know we can always chat all night about all kinds of movies mm-hmm. and i'm sure we got more to discuss Definitely. and uh you guys can always share your projects here because well, oh yeah so you, want, you guys um had a short story right um, oh yeah the wandering man how could we forget yes. <laughs> it's our first short yes, story yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Banner, yeah yeah so we yeah. uh bad bug reached out and asked us if we wanted to do a short story for their roseblood manor anthology and mm-hmm. um yeah, I think I did send it to you guys. I'm pretty sure, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. I, told her, I can't believe that slipped my head too. Yeah. yeah so, no, was, thank you, chat. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it was great. The artwork was <laughs> mind blowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Brian and Jason, the they understood yeah. the assignment 100. Yeah. percent Um. So yeah, we did a short story called "The Wandering Man" about a uh, a collector of paintings who uh, I guess kind of finds out there's more of a sinister. Uh, there's more of a sinister art behind the, his most recent purchase. 
and we'll, we'll kind of leave it there. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Yeah. That, that sure. was a lot of fun to write. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah. We feel like it just kind of wrote itself. Right. Will like, yeah. you know, so we're, worse than hell. yeah, much. worse than hell really did just write itself too, because it's like, right. um, we kind of had to just to really go free with, with mm-hmm. the, you know, like, uh, with Pocus and especially with Grandma Chainsaw too, yeah, both of them are, are so much fun to write. Well, I think the hardest that we've ever laughed when writing a script was Pocus Five, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's <laughs> a scene in it where you get to meet a, a, a new character and some of his uh, oh, yeah. his companions, and we were both in tears at one scene oh, yeah. that we wrote. And we, right. I, I hope, I hope you guys know the scene when you see it. But yeah, it was. Um, I, I'm awesome. pretty sure that was the hardest we ever laughed. Um, yeah. But nice. yeah, with Horace and yeah. Hell, um, it was one of those like we kind of just. You guys have seen Kit Wallace's artwork. We just mm-hmm. let it breathe and let him do whatever he wants because we want it to be explosive and bombastic and just crazy. Right. Like, but with Pocus and Grandma Chainsaw, we're still kind of building a world, right? We we still need our own little separate rules, and we're really focused on the the character development between everyone, and their their choices are having consequences, and we're seeing more and more of that. And you really see that in Pocus Five, um, with kind of Pocus's decision uh, to sell his soul and how it actually is affecting everyone else around him. Uh, but with Horace in Hell, he's a demon bunny. Let's just have fun. Like, yeah. there's no <laughs> need much. to really yeah. make him, you know, we try to make him as three-dimensional as possible. And he does have thoughts and feelings that are his own. But it's like, yeah, let's just go crazy. Let's just have fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, that's going to be the merchandise is Horace. I mm-hmm. mean, all the plushies you can sell. With yeah. That, just saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You can design that and make good plushies with it. Yeah. <laughs> Different sizes, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You want to take some help? Oh, okay. So I guess this may wrap up everything, but you guys have been really busy, really busy, but thank you for always taking the time to oh, chat with us. Yeah, the same goes for you guys. you guys. We'll definitely, uh, yeah, we definitely well, want to be I love back. These, uh, I love these uh, conversations. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I mean, talk about like, movies oh, that I, I never otherwise get to talk about. <laughs> I would not, have <laughs> I would never have talked about Christmas evil with, with, uh, any, anybody this year that I didn't, Forced to, I probably would have forced Alan to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forced Alan to watch uh, Black Christmas and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah, so I probably would have forced forced him to watch um, Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil also. <laughs> A good thing though. Yeah, it's just all adding more to the knowledge. Right, it's for his own good. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. For, wrong. for real though, we you know we're, we're planning on watching Focus Hocus at the uh, at the end of January. Um, and we hope that you guys will, will have an opening around then. And uh, we'd love to come back on while that campaign's running. Oh, always, yeah, always. Course, yeah, definitely yeah. let us know. And then we'll think of some other good titles to talk okay. about. Because there's oh, yeah. so much that we could talk about, oh, really. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So in the meantime, where can people meet you outside of the podcast universe? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Twitter, at Chaps of Fury. I also have a Hive account, same handle, uh, Chaps of Fury. Um, Pocus Hocus comic at gmail.com is, is our direct email for right now. Uh, but honestly, we've been working on a Substack too. Uh, so we, we've already have a handful of uh, Substack posts. We try not to bombard people with stuff. So we never want to come off as spammy. So if we feel like we really have something cool and fun to share, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do that. Will has been instrumental for the Substack, man. Uh, with coming up <laughs> wild, fun, crazy ideas, and his uh, his dark comedy really shines through on all just the wild stuff he puts on there. That's where his Christmas evil comes. Yes, in. yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's about to be. I gotta I gotta do a new one. It's about time. Yeah, and we have <laughs> and we got a lot of really cool and fun things to show off for that too. Um, nice. And yeah, side note, that's what's been kind of crazy about this most recent campaign we're running because it's hard to make updates on this one because everything's done. You know, we don't have to really give like any project <laughs> updates, you know, or like, Oh no guys, we're, you know, we're yeah. going to have everything shipped out by early next year. It's like, no, we're, we're done. We're just waiting for yeah. the campaign to end. So yeah. we know how many copies to order. Right. right. First, yeah. Stakes, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. My handle is uh, willrad82. And uh, you can find, if you're interested in checking out some of my film and video work, that's uh, vimeo.com slash willrad. Nice. And Chad, where can people find you? Uh, nowhere, because I am nowhere to be found anymore. I uh, find that hard to believe. Maybe, He's just hidden. 
If you guys can find the hidden Chad, you will win this golden prize. The hidden Chad. Uh, <laughs> it's a hanging Chad. Um, uh, I mean, I guess like, what is it? Letterboxd? Yeah, Letterboxd. Yeah, we'll one. go with Letterboxd. That's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, I just got a Letterboxd. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just said, yeah, just thinking that I just got a Letterboxd account. I haven't done anything with it yet, though. But once Ooh, I do, I'll nice. Okay. Nice, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, I don't actually write any reviews. Or I just put stars That's next what I to do things because yeah. I'm a lazy pos. So <laughs> I know what you mean. And then, of course, you guys can find me on Twitter at CBC Monkey. Yeah, CBC Monkey. And then it's sure? Instagram. That's X Topher of Oz. And then on Letterbox, just follow Chatter Josh, and you guys can find me there. And <laughs> as usual, on brand, but. This time is also going to be special because I'm going to take a little thing from Mommy Dearest and end this with, you guys know you don't end Christmas unless it's with Twas the Night Before Christmas. Right. Can you guys give us the last line from Twas the Night Before (laughs) Christmas? Hang on, hang on, I'm looking it up, I'm looking it up. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Do you want me to actually quote, quote the last line? Do you know it, Will, off the top of your head? Well, isn't it, isn't Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night? Is that it? That's it. I, think so. I guess. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> okay. It, Actually, we can we can, we can end it with there, there's line fifty five, and that is, but I heard him exclaim. Ooh. That's it. Yep. I he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all, and to all, a good, a good night. night. <laughs> all right well, that about covers it uh, we forgot our christina joining in though but that's okay <laughs> oh, oh this is right it's been a while since i've seen mommy dearest or i would or i would probably well, see that that's your homework assignment now for the next conversation it needs to be yeah <laughs> I, can, I can use a good rewatch of mommy dear i think it's time yeah it's time anytime is a good time for mommy dearest uh, all right, so that'll uh, that'll pretty much cover. Um, you want to follow the podcast, uh, Instagram, the Tweety Box. It's uh, at YNF Movie Pod. That's right. I don't remember the link tree, but it's on those profiles, so you can That's, just click yeah, it and just find, find the profile. Else. And you can find your favorite link, platform, yeah. listen to the episodes, including this one and others to come. That's it. I think that's it. So right. thank you guys for joining us. Have a good night, everyone, and Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!